Hello, welcome to the Parent Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. <laughs> that was like, that was like announcer voice. Hey, Jeremy. In How a world gone mad. <laughs> but don't start it over. This is, they need to know this is the real you. This is, real this is the real me. And John is the other one over here talking. So, hey, thanks for listening. We're talking about the holidays and holiday tips for parents. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, but really, here it comes. Holidays are right around the corner. We're in November already. Thanksgiving is coming up real quickly. Uh, there's Chris- Christmas commercials. There's stuff in the stores for Christmas. Have you had pumpkin pie yet? Uh, yeah, I have actually already. Horrible. Twice. No. What? You don't Horrible. like pumpkin pie? I will not. Pumpkin pie is the greatest pie. thing ever. I'm sorry. And I had a Christmas tree cake last night. That's awesome. Oh, thanks for bringing one. God's gift. Um, so, holiday stuff everywhere. Maybe you're hoping for a new iPhone X under your Christmas tree. Uh, if you're against the government, don't get it because they're watching you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> All right, so for many of us, though, the holiday season is a, is a time uh, full of anticipation, some, some with joy and some with anxiety. So uh, sure, we love the celebrations, the traditions, and we cherish the memories of the past holidays. But along with them, there's a bunch of stress for preparation, expectations, letdowns, all the family junk we've experienced in the past. So, in a very real sense, many of us are looking straight into the face of what Jim Burns says, the holidays, D-A-Z-E. Yeah. You're in a daze just like looking, can I get through the holidays? How am I going to make it through? Uh, that's not really the holidays as they should be enjoyed and cherished and look forward to. So, with that in mind, uh, we've got a little combination of uh, a blog post by Dr. Jim Burns over at homeward.com. And then a few ideas that we've added in ourselves to help you parent well during the holiday season. So uh, let's just start with the first one. John, what, what would you say about setting manageable expectations? Yeah, so he's talking about how do you actually enjoy the holidays. Uh, talk about just doing that, setting manageable expectations. I think there's this tendency where we hit the holiday season and we just let the holidays happen or happen to us. Um, and what that's going to cause, it's going to cause stress and chaos. Because here's the reality, wherever you are in life, there is no shortage of things for you to do. There's no shortage of things for you to try. There's no shortage of things, of places for you to be. And so what you need to do at the outset is go, okay, um, here's some, what we're actually going to do. So start with just understanding you can't do everything. And listen, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's okay. Take a deep breath. Um, one of the ways that you enjoy the holidays is start to set up some expectations. Understand I can't do everything and then pick. Here are the two or the three or the four, maybe the one. Here are the things we're actually going to do. And, and on the outset, that can kind of feel restrictive. Look at all these things we won't do. But I promise you, if you are carefully choosing what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do during the holidays, it will allow you to enjoy the things you actually do so much more. And so schedule it out. If you're like a type A list person, get the calendar out and go, here are the times that we're going to do things, and here are the times that we're not. And one of the things um, is understand that it's a holiday season, right? November, December, I mean, celebrate Christmas in January, like push it as long as you want. Don't feel like you got to cram it all into a day or a week. Take a deep breath. Don't let the holidays just happen. You take some control of that. So set some manageable expectations would be a first step that would really help to just relieve that stress and open the room for just some enjoyment. Yeah, that's really good. Really good thoughts there. Um, like you said, keep in mind, it's a holiday season, not just a day, not just a week. So spread out your activities. 
And that'll help you reduce the stress and probably increase your enjoyment of it and memories and family time together. So um, here's the next one. Remember the holiday season does not eliminate sadness or loneliness. Mike, can you give a little insight onto that like harder part of the holidays? Yeah, that's right. You know, just because it's the holiday season and we say it's the season of cheer, it doesn't just make you cheerful. You know, there's a lot of emotions wrapped up in this holidays, uh, especially with Christmas. And Christmas is great for some people. But for others, it just kind of drags up old problems. It brings up old difficulties, um, maybe even creates some new problems as well. You know, for some, the holiday season, it can evoke some painful memories for some people. You know, maybe from recent events, uh, family who are separated, the loss of loved ones in the past. So to help with those kinds of feelings and, and to possibly help deal with or to help mitigate, not, not necessarily eliminate, but to mitigate those, you can do a couple of different things. First, you can give yourself and your family some room. Give them some room. Um, give them some room to experience and express those feelings. You know, remember those feelings aren't wrong. They aren't necessarily wrong. Those are genuine feelings, and they can be difficult to process during holiday times when it seems like everybody's happy and cheerful, and and maybe that person just isn't feeling that way. So make some room for those feelings and and what they may look like, and don't just squash them. Uh, secondly, and just as important, uh, try not to let them become the consuming focus of your holiday uh, season. Don't let them become the consuming focus of your season. Make an effort to work through uh, any present challenges or difficulties. You know, not only should you make room for those feelings, uh, but attempt to find some sort of resolution for them if you can. Um, you know, if that if that allows, uh, in whatever way that works best for that individual. So remember, the holiday season isn't uh, about eliminating sadness and loneliness. Uh, in fact, sometimes a holiday, especially like the one at Christmas, uh, uh, the holiday can magnify those feelings. So remember to make room for those feelings, allow them to experience and express those feelings, but also try not to let them become the consuming focus of your season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, something that we do as a church is called grief share and divorce care. And especially as the holidays come up, there's a special track or kind of class for that called grief share, divorce care, getting through the holidays. Uh, if you are struggling with that or you have in the past or it's the first or second or first few years of losing someone or going through something really difficult that really brings up some rough feelings or emotions within you during the holidays. Uh, maybe you should look into that. You can find you can sign up for that online um, when that opens up. And if you have any questions, you can contact us and we can get you pointed in the right direction for that. Um, but that would be a great way to help you move through the holiday season and not just eliminate the sadness or loneliness, but work through it in a good way. So. Uh, we've set manageable expectations, hopefully. Remember, that's not just uh, a way to eliminate sadness or loneliness. Um, and then the third way we are looking at is develop and encourage a life of gratitude. Can you tell us a little bit about you doing that, John? Yeah, I think sometimes the holidays, it's easy to become self-centered or self-focused. Even as parents, we do that towards our kids. We want our kids to have the best and to do the best. And um, but, but the reality is in doing so, we often miss the point of the holidays. Deeper, we miss the heart of the gospel. And so the reality is that focus changes perspective. So this holiday season, it's, it's ramping up. What are you focused on? Are you, are you focused on what you've lost? Are you focused on what you're hoping to get? Are you focused on uh, making sure everything is smooth and there's no awkwardness? I mean, the reality is life is full of ups and downs. And so instead of focusing on all those things, why not focus on all the things that God has given to you. See, here's the reality. No matter what circumstance you find yourself in today, God is present and at work. 
Um, the scriptures say, a give thanks in all circumstances. I love that. It doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. Here's what some of you are listening to this right now, and circumstances stink. But you can still give thanks in it because God is with you and God is at work. So, so what if this holiday season you made a choice as a family, as a parent, with your kids, that you were going to just change your focus? Because the change of focus changes the, changes the perspective. Uh, one thing my youngest daughter, Amelia, did last Thanksgiving, and it seems simple and it seems, well, duh, but again, she's the one that had to do it. She made little place cards for everybody who was coming over for Thanksgiving a lunch. And on the back, so she put your name on the front, but on the back she wrote, write four things that you're thankful for. And so that's what we did. We turned the card over, and everybody at the table had to write down four things they were thankful for, thankful for and then we just went around and talked about them. And it was funny, as we did that, and it started with, uh, you know, the simple stuff. It just opened up this conversation, and it changed our focus. And so maybe you can do that. Just at Thanksgiving, sit down and do that. Or it doesn't just have to be a Thanksgiving thing. Mm -hmm. It'll go, hey, here's our goal. Once a week, let's think through what's something we're thankful for. Have everybody make a list of 30 things, because once you get past, like, the first five, you actually have to think. Mm -hmm. Change your focus. Focus and choose to be thankful this holiday season, and it'll change how you experience the holidays. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so right in line with that, we're going to jump into the next thing is do for something for someone else. And that helps us. Um, the this, this series we were doing for 180 and The Rock that we are just finishing up is called Unplug. We want to unplug from the world, what the world is trying to tell us, and plug into what Jesus is telling us and try to draw closer to him and closer to each other. Um, and especially the ones we're cl close with. So how can we do something for someone else this holiday season, Mike? That's right. So like John was saying, we've got an attitude of gratitude, but it doesn't just stop there. You know, we are thankful for these things, and we should be thankful for these things, but then it needs to go somewhere. We need to do something with it. And just like uh, Jeremy was saying, this recent student ministry series that we had called Unplugged, we had a, a component of that one night where we talked about serving others. And that's essentially it. We do something for someone else. That means that we can serve others around us and in the process of doing this, we then show them Jesus. You know, we can demonstrate that we're thankful to God for his many blessings by helping other people. But uh, some, some examples that we can do that we might be able to help others, uh, just some ways that maybe you can, you can uh, go out and help in the community or, you know, maybe it's your, your, uh, your kids, get them involved in things. Uh, some examples would be like helping with the table of plenty here at ICC. You know, they need people to bring in food. They need people to help distribute that food. Uh, maybe it's uh, serving a meal with like Hope Ministries in Des Moines. Um, there's always opportunities to serve other people that are in need through that. Uh, maybe it's contacting the Joppa Outreach in Des Moines, you know, where you can help the homeless. You know, that's, that's, a, that's an issue that is ongoing, and, and we've seen that through some of our student forays in the past. Um, that is never ending. You know, you can also find a way to serve and participate in your own community or schools just here in, in our community, here in Indianola. You know, there are, are many ways to do that. So even if this has been a difficult year for you and your family, helping others will actually help you too. Because um, as you focus, uh, as your focus will move from your own circumstances, it'll move over to serving other people. You see, by moving past ourselves, we change the focus from us to others. One of the taglines that we had from the series we were just talking about, one of the taglines that we had was, to be who God created us to be, we need to see what God wants us to, wants us to see. So essentially, we need to have God's eyes. And by seeing those needs, we can then experience and demonstrate God's heart for others around us. 
You know, there's always people around us who can use a helping hand. Mm -hmm. So just take a quick moment to do something for someone else. Maybe it's enriching the holiday season uh, for your family by getting involved and serving with others. You know, there's, there's just a lot of different ways you can do this. Just imagine what a profound effect that may have for that person or organization. Yeah, for sure. Those are some really good thoughts on helping other people, unplugging from what the world is telling us, and plugging into what Jesus is telling us to do. Um, definitely some great thoughts. I really like that phrase, to be who God created you to be. We need to see what God wants us to see. That was awesome. So as the holidays are coming, keep that in mind. Uh, and then one more tip for you is just to enjoy activities as a family that are cheap or free. Can you talk a little about that, John? Because I yeah. know you're cheap. <laughs> I am cheap. I'm the guy who doesn't get queso at Ponchero's because it's 75 cents. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Just splurge. <laughs> Just splurge. But, but honestly, as you enter into the holiday season, you really should be asking this question. What can we do as a family to have fun? Mm -hmm. right? um, I think sometimes there's this idea we got to always get, we always have to get, we always have to get. Just last night I was sitting down with my son Mike and I, and we always try to give up like one big present to a kid. That, that's our goal. So I said, Michael, what was your big present last year? And he went, Dad, I don't even know. And there was like this, are you kidding me? Whatever. And here's this, I didn't know either. But you know what he did know? He remembered some of the fun stuff we did last year. So just start to think through, what are some ways that you can have fun? Because here's the deal. Better than getting stuff is being together. Better than getting stuff is making memories. So what can your family do to make memories? And hear me, those don't have to be expensive things. Our family... We go for a drive and we look at uh, Christmas lights. Uh, we like to go out to Pickard Park and go for a walk uh, the, on the morning of Thanksgiving just because it's a cool, crisp day. Uh, we like to watch Christmas movies together, right? Sarah likes all the Hallmark Christmas movies that we make fun of her for, and we just watch Elf. And quote over Elf. And over. <laughs> yes, I think 20 times a year. I mean, make some Christmas cookies. Eat Christmas cookies. I mean, find something that you can do just to make a memory. And what's interesting is you start to do those things again and again and again. It can feel insignificant, but what you're doing is you're building traditions. And you're building a legacy. You're building something that years from now, your kids are going to go, hey, how come we don't do fill in the blank? You're like, I mm -hmm. thought we were just making cookies. I thought we were just going for a drive. I thought we were just getting pajamas on Christmas Eve just because. No, you're creating traditions that way. And so just answer that question this year. How can we have fun as a family this holiday season? Yeah, that's a great, great question to ask you and a great thing to do. Just have fun together. Um, and really, the whole point of sharing these holiday tips is this. We want you as parents not to just get through the holidays and sometimes thinking, how can I get through this with the least damage possible? Uh, but enjoy the holidays as a family and build on the potential that this season brings each year because there's so much potential in it. There's just this feeling, this buzz that you get as the season approaches. It's so cool. Um, you can have a stronger family through doing this stuff or stuff like it. It'll take some planning, it'll take some prep, it'll take some initiative on your part, uh, and maybe some groans at the beginning of doing new things or old things for your kids. Uh, but these memories will last long, long, long after the season. And the traditions could be something that ends up being passed down for generations, which would be so cool to see. Uh, but it's on your part, in your hands, to start this. Your kids most likely won't. Uh, so take responsibility, take initiative, and make this holiday season one that impacts not only the next couple months or weeks, but the future of your family. So uh, if you'd like to re-look at these or look at a few more tips that Dr. Jim Burns has, you can go to homeward.com and search for holidays. It'll be the first article on there, I bet. 
Um, and then remember, as the holidays approach, the four main food groups, candy, candy canes, <laughs> candy corn, and syrup. And syrup. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you have a great time. Maybe you should have some candy together as a family. Yes. See yes. you later. Bye. Bye.